Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P-Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman! Today, Superman awakens to find that what he thought was a bad dream is actually a serious reality. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, Ed, how'd you like to wear a Superman Crusader ring with a picture of Superman standing out big and powerful on the front? Boy, that's a ring to be proud of, believe you me, because it's a sort of symbol of Superman's fight for tolerance and good sportsmanship. And you'll be identified as a Superman Crusader, too, when you wear your ring. And you'll be mighty proud of how terrific it looks. It's made of shiny, silver-looking metal with Superman's picture, as I said, on the front, and the word Superman Crusader clear and plain on the side. Adjustable, too. Sure, it's easy to fit right on your finger yourself. And it's so sturdy and durable with a special sort of silver-like finish that'll wear and wear, keep right on looking shiny and slick for a long, long time. Now, to get your own Superman Crusader ring, ask Mom to get you a package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Send the box top along with 10 cents in cash and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, that's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. Let me say that again now. Send one Kellogg's Pet box top, 10 cents in cash, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, that's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. Sent in today, gang, for your Superman Crusader ring from P.E.P., the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. As you remember, Dr. John Millison, the renowned scientist, told editor Perry White, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen that Superman, saying he was taking Clark Kent with him, had set out for a newly discovered planet called Apollo, which the scientists believed was inhabited and which, according to their observations, was doomed to fly out of its orbit and be consumed by the sun. Superman had gone there to warn the Apollonians and make an attempt to save them. And before he left, he told Dr. Millicent that if all went well, he would return to Earth within three days. But now a full week has gone by with no word, and Dr. Millicent is finally certain that Superman and Kent have perished. But as we learn now, Superman has not perished. For on the planet Apollo, where giant forests, great fields, and high, lonely mountains stretch as far as the eye can see, we find the Man of Steel lying on a sunlit hill at the edge of a forest of towering, silver-leaked trees. His eyes are closed and feel as if they are weighted with lead, and his limbs seem heavy with the weight of mountains. Struggling back to consciousness through fog-like mists, he recalls a strange experience, one he is not yet sure was real or only a dream. 
hairy giants at least nine feet tall surrounding me when I landed on the planet. They couldn't speak. I tried to make them understand me. My name is Superman, I told them. I come from Earth. I've come to warn you that your planet is in danger. It was no use. I didn't know what I was talking about. But one of them brought me a clay bowl filled with water. I took this for a friendly gesture, and besides, I was very thirsty after my trip from Earth. I drank the water. Then I began to feel strange. My arms and legs got heavy. I began... Did I... Did I dream that? Or was it real? I must find out. I've got to get up. But I... I... can't move. Gritting his teeth, Superman tries to sit up to rise. But his limbs will not obey his will. His eyes open and he sees high above him in the silver-leafed trees. Brilliantly feathered birds, large as roosters, which hop and chirp through the branches. To his right at the foot of the long hill stretches a wide, fertile valley. And Superman's eyes widen as he sees a strange sort of pillared temple. Roofed but without walls made of smooth clay and banked by terrace after terrace of oddly shaped, vividly colored flowers of every hue. A movement to his other side causes him to turn his head, and his breath expels sharply at what he sees. For there, squatting on their haunches in a semicircle, staring at him stonily, are dozens of the hairy giant men of his nightmare. Only now, Superman knows he is not dreaming. I... I didn't just dream it. These... these giants, they're real... But what's the matter with me? I can't move. It's as if my arms and legs were stone. You, you men or giant creatures, whatever you are, you must know what's wrong with me. Help me. I'm coming to save you. To save you, can't you understand? Well, don't just squat there like wooden statues. Listen to me. Oh, what's the use? Either they don't understand or they won't talk. If I could just move. Now what? They're all getting to their feet. What? Why, they're bowing. What's that for? Oh, those two men coming up the hill. They're not giants. They're not covered with shaggy hair like these big fellows are. Strange garments they're wearing. Like, like tunics made of shining metal. Maybe I can make them understand me. You men, listen... My name is Superman. I come from the planet Earth to help you. Salako, Arguam, Murubu. Oh, if I could only move my hands enough to try some sign language. Amos, then. No, wait a minute. What do you do? Oh. Oh, you want to put a helmet like the one you're wearing on my head? Well, go ahead. I can't see how that'll do any harm. There. Now, speak. What the? Are my ears playing tricks on me now? It works, Thane. It worked. Did I not say it would work, Cor? Scott, I can hear and understand you now. Why didn't you tell me you spoke my language? Nay, we speak not your language, stranger. It is the helmets we wear that transmit our minds' thoughts to each other. Scott, I think I understand how this works. Your lips aren't saying the words I hear. You're still speaking a language I don't understand. But the meaning of your words, your thoughts, are reaching me in my language. You understand well, stranger. Tell us now. Who are you? Whence come you? Why are you here? Oh... Only I weren't so strangely weak. Well, it'll probably pass over. Meanwhile, I'll answer your questions. My name is Superman, 
And I came here from Earth to tell you... Earth? Where is Earth? That is another planet in the universe. A planet similar to yours, though somewhat larger. Another planet? Yes. Inhabited by living, breathing people? That's right. But that, that's incredible. Now let me go on, please. I, I came here from Earth to help you, to save your lives. Save our lives? Yes, to warn you that our great scientists have reason to believe you are in great danger of destruction. Because your planet, which we on Earth call Apollo, is on the verge of plunging out of its orbit. What is it? Uh, hold your tongue, Cor. Proceed, stranger. <sighs> our men of science believe that... This planet is headed too close to the sun and may soon reach a point at which it'll be consumed by the sun's heat so that all plant and animal life on it will perish. Aye, it is just as I have said for some time. What say you say? You have. Some time ago, my observations led me to similar conclusions. But the Ra's, our supreme ruler of the universe, ordered me to hold my tongue under pain of banishment. Now, now I know it's true. Our planet is doomed to destruction. Oh, is us. Maybe. Maybe I can... Help you convince your ruler and your people. If only I weren't so weak. I can't imagine Quick why. Quickly, help him to his feet. We must get him to the court of Roz before before he can no longer speak. I say. Come, my friend, put your arms about our shoulders. It's all right. What do you mean by before I can no longer speak? Do you recall the water you were given to drink by the giants who first found you? Water, yes. Look about you. See how yon road is lined with what appears to be giant statues of stone? Yes. Those were not carved. They were once living men. Living Who men. turned to stone after drinking that same water. What? Aye. Uh, it is a liquid we call stone water, which ossifies living flesh and bones, turning it to cold, hard stone. Uh, and that, that is the water you drank, straight. No. And now, you too are turning to stone. Unbelievably weak, barely able to stand even with the support of Thane and Kor, Superman stares wide-eyed at the many giant figures of stone that line the road leading to a pillared temple in the valley. Can this actually be happening to the Man of Steel? We'll know more in a moment when we return for the startling climax of today's episode. Oh, stand by... Say, I'll bet lots of the fellas and girls are already wearing their Superman Crusader rings. And of course, you want one, too. Sure, this Superman Crusader ring is something to be proud of for lots of reasons. First off, it identifies you as a Superman Crusader, too. Shows that you're a part of Superman's crusade for good Americans. And then this ring is such a slick-looking job. It's shiny and silver-looking with Superman's picture standing out big and smiling on the front and the word Superman Crusader right on the side. It's adjustable, too. You can fit it right on your finger yourself. And it's made of such sturdy metal with such a durable silver-like finish, it'll keep right on looking shiny and slick for a long, long time. Now, here's how you get your Superman Crusader ring. Ask Mom to get you a package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Send the box top along with 10 cents in cash and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, that's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. You got that? Send one Kellogg's Pet box top. Ten cents in cash and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, that's 4-0, Battle Creek, Michigan. Remember, that's P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. On the faraway planet Apollo, two inhabitants, Kor and the silvery-haired scientist, Thane, have just told Superman that he has drunk some of the stone water, a miraculous liquid which turns men to stone. Strangely weakened, Superman gasps... 
You... You mean those... Those giant statues lining the road were... Once living men? Aye, they were slave giants who earned the displeasure of our ruler and were forced to drink of the stone water. The same water you drank, stranger. Right, Scott. Now you, too, are no doubt turning to stone. No. No, that, that's impossible. I, I'm Superman. I can't be turned to stone. Nothing can happen to me. Only, only kryptonite can affect me. We must hurry, Thane, if you have to speak with the Ra's, our ruler. Uh, hold him, Kor. He grows oh, weaker. I... Oh, my head. Oh. Uh, getting light. Getting dizzy. I can't breathe. Oh. He has fallen, Thane. I call... He has lost consciousness. And now I fear he may be beyond help. Robbed first of his strength and now of consciousness, the man of steel lies helpless on the planet Apollo, seemingly, according to two men of the strange planet, under the influence of a curious liquid said to turn men into stone. Can it be possible that Superman, the super being of Earth, is being turned into a lifeless statue? Thus, making true the words of Dr. Millicent, who said that Clark Kent, who is Superman, will never be seen by his friends again. Whatever you do, gang, don't miss Monday's thrilling episode when we learn more about what happens to Superman on the planet Apollo. Be sure to tune in again Monday. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement... The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, one word leads to another. Like the way those toasty words, crisp, crunchy, crinkly, lead you right on to crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles. So toasty and, and sweet and mellow rich on a frosty morning. You know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. And so good for you. Sure, Mom knows that. In fact, she'd probably like to see you eat up a bowl of crumbles for breakfast tomorrow. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>